0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, June 24, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The Supreme Court is headed toward the end of its current term. Among the recent rulings, Chamber of Commerce v. Brown, a case that was poised to force California businesses to either choose to do business with the state or choose to exercise their First Amendment rights. Cato Senior Fellow in Constitutional Studies Ilya Shapiro offers his thoughts.
1: So California passed a statute after fierce lobbying by the AFL-CIO that prohibits employers in California who receive state funds from uh, speaking out about unionization activities. And when I say state funds, I mean anything from reimbursements for uh, Medi-Cal, the, uh, the state health care system, to uh, you know, payments for paving a road or building a school. So essentially, uh, anybody that receives state funds in any measure uh, is not allowed to uh, to uh, speak out about these labor related issues and
0: we're not talking about subsidies necessarily just conducting business with the state that
1: that's right that's right and uh, the the Ninth Circuit found that this was uh, okay. After a few decisions on banc, eventually the the whole larger court decided that this was uh, this was fine both under labor law and under the First Amendment. They they didn't have to reach the First Amendment issue, but they 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 said that it was okay under the First Amendment as well. And the Supreme Court took this and last week uh, decided by a vote of uh, it wasn't even close by seven two that it was not okay. Um and uh, for the principle that. Uh, Congress is uh, supreme in the area of regulating uh, labor relations, Uh, and there's a a statute called the National Labor Relations Act, uh, and Congress specifically uh, has not regulated in this area, has left the area open, Uh, but at the same time, it's an uncontroversial, long-standing Supreme Court precedent. Uh, that in this, as in many other uh, areas that are properly left to federal regulation, even where Congress doesn't regulate, that's a choice not to regulate, and no state can step in and and use its own regulations there. What type of case is this? How
0: did the court come to its decision?
1: This is an important case, not just for California, because it's it's such a big economy in and of itself. And as I said, a lot of, uh, most of the plaintiffs uh, here were... Healthcare providers who relied essentially 100 percent on their revenues. So this, this just means that there's freer speech for employers and indeed citizens in California. There's a whole other bunch of technical regulations that I didn't won't get into, but trust me, this is a, a quite an onerous burden on, on on employers who wanted to speak out on these issues. But broader than that, uh, many states I forget the number. I think it was I think it's up to uh, 17 or so have uh, statutes that they that that are in some process in their state legislatures that are similar to this one. So those are obviously now uh, forestalled. So uh, it's it, it definitely is a, um, uh, a fortuitous result for uh, free speech in the country. So Cato's brief really focused on this First Amendment issue um, that, as I said, the Ninth Circuit reached um, that the Supreme Court didn't get into because there's a rule of... of Statutory interpretation, or jurisprudence generally, that if you can decide a case on a narrow statutory ground, you don't get into the constitutional issue. Uh, we said that there's, there, there should be no um, that, that what the state does here is force the employer to choose between its First Amendment free speech rights and its uh, and its right to uh, you know be able to bid for state contracts and and so forth. Um, but, uh, you know, th- we still agree with this result because our first point was that it should be decided on the Na- National Labor Relations Act grounds, on the statutory grounds, for the reasons that the petitioner said. And there's, there's really two types of, uh, regulatory preemption, uh, what's called involved here. Again, preemption is when Congress occupies the, uh, the area of regulation so states can't get involved, Um, the first one is that, uh, in the area of, of labor relations, when Congress regulates a certain type of, uh, program or institutes, um, a a certain type of scheme, the states can't get involved. The Supreme Court also did not decide that issue because the, there's, there's one that's even more preeminent, and that's the, um, uh, the finding that, uh, in 1976, the Supreme Court found that the, uh, um, the Congress also left uh, to a, uh essentially to a to a free market playing field uh this this um, the area of unionization. Justice Stevens was very clear about that and the, the language in the opinion was very good in um, upholding the 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 breadth of of free speech rights as a matter of uh national labor regulatory policy without even getting into the Constitution
0: Ilya Shapiro is a senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute. You can read the brief filed in Chamber of Commerce v. Brown at Cato.org.